Features up, rolling, sound speeds, and action. I can't. I, I cannot. I, you know what? We should just start the show now because this is like the third time i've had to okay. cut out the okay. beginning of okay. this shit. so i was gonna say something but let's, nope. yep. let's just let's go roll uh, we're just gonna stop it and we're gonna roll it right oh my gosh okay go. let's go yeah on no. the river on the river okay on the river then we're gonna jump right you roll on a river listen all right let's go sorry that's a question i've been wanting to ask for so long <laughs> Who took her to Funky Town, bro? <laughs> Who the fuck took her to Funky Town? I am concerned. Hey, don't let Ike hear you. <laughs> Listen, Henry, just eat the cake and shut up. Just eat the cake. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> this is, you guessed it. This is the fourth wall. This is episode 47, and I am your host, Jeff Wood. I am here, as always, with Henri Amorke. Why y'all got to butcher my name like that, bro? Henri Amorke. What is that? Henri Amorke. Like bread? (laughs) Are you talking about bread, bro? Henri Henri. Amorke. Give us a Amorke. Amorke. What the fuck is that? Yeah, but I guess yeah. that's me. I'm, I'm some bread and some Kai? More, more Kai. Whatever yeah. Kai is. For all you new listeners out there, my co-host name is Henri Marquis. Or Henry Marquis, yeah. if you're American. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not cultured, you can call him Henry Marquis. But uh, Marquis is French, but if you're I American... Know. I know, that's why it's so funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're never going to get through this episode. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. alright, we're back. We took a week off for Thanksgiving. Can you blame us? We were eating. Honestly, we weren't eating no. at the time we would have been recording the episode, but yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. Y'all were eating. Y'all wasn't trying to listen to us. Nah. nah Y'all nah. was too busy getting your grub on. And, uh, yep, yeah. Yep, thanks. Yeah, I know I was eating. I did a lot of that. Yeah. I, I ate a portion. Yeah, I ate a portion of something I wasn't supposed to eat because it was for the family. Mm. Even though I am technically family, I just okay, didn't. Okay, I'm about to say. Yeah. You <laughs> I just didn't, didn't wait for the family. Exactly. Word, word. Like a whole section. Oh, shit. Okay. I have pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, okay. This is the fourth wall. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. Thank you all for returning. For the first time, listeners, thank you for showing up. And uh, yeah, you guys know what we do here. We talk acting, we talk film, we talk the entertainment industry, we talk all that shit. We just talk our shit, and we're crazy. And so, uh, how do you show up on a podcast? Listen, listen, bro. (laughs) All right, I'll stop. Sorry. Don't play semantics, okay? (laughs) I'm trying to greet new listeners. They showed up. Let let them show up, okay? All right. You don't see them in the crowd? Oh, hey. There you go. Wave at them. All right. There it is. Don't give me a pageant wave. What are you, Miss Congeniality? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I have a gun in a holster. Wait. Wait, you think that's the only way you can get a gun in a holster? It's not? Wait. Are, Am I missing Henry, something? Are you wearing a garter right now? D- depends who's asking. <laughs> okay. Well. I still don't got a day for Valentine's Day, so you know. Oh, so you're wearing two. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, there's like three movies coming out on Valentine's Day, so I am set. Oh, also speaking of, remember your complaint about the trailer for the photograph about how you were waiting for a photograph? 
I saw the trailer again. It literally starts with a picture. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, it's funny. I was waiting and I was hoping you wouldn't see that because I did see it again too. I'm like, oh, fuck. Someone's going to call me out on it. But no one has. So I'm like, cool. No, me. <laughs> the whole fucking trailer starts with a picture. So I'm like, oh, shit. Well, yeah. You just hate love stories. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Okay. We're just going to. We're just going to jump right back into things. It's been a, been a little over a week now. Luckily for us, there really haven't been, like, trailers. It's not we haven't really... Well, I don't know if that's lucky for us. I was just going to say, how is that? Like, it's lucky that we're not two weeks behind uh, God, yes. on trailers. Mm. But at the same time, it's unlucky that we don't have a bunch yeah. of trailers to talk about. Because mm. I kind of like talking about trailers. But, um, yeah, so there were some that dropped, though. Did you see the... Very confusing trailer for Antebellum. I did. <laughs> yeah, and that's why there's a pause, because I, I don't get it either. You don't get it? There's another one on there that I don't get, but yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, so what I've gathered from it, and what I think is happening, is that Janelle Monet's character is somehow being haunted by the memories of her ancestors, or something like that. Like, I don't think she's actually the slave. Like, she's present day. Yes. But all the stuff we see of her on, like, plantations and stuff, mm-hmm. I think that's, like, something that's haunting her. Like, haunting her mind. Yes. Like, as if she's relived or living it. Right. But it's obviously not her life. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's all we got. Like, all I know is the trailer looked wild as fuck. And I have said before that I'm kind of over watching slave era yeah. films mm-hmm. this is different yeah completely different <laughs> and i'm definitely gonna watch this one because mm-hmm. it looks good it, that trailer was a complete tease you know like a like a true teaser that we yeah really yeah get plot it was just a bunch of cool shots and like planes flying over plantations yeah. and i was like oh shit they lit her up pretty well yeah some colors yeah they especially getting, for like black characters you know dude no they're characters. getting so much better at mm-hmm. lighting black people on screen i love it I love it. I was looking at something a few weeks back. Oh, I was in uh I was in class and uh we were looking at clips from like an old procedural type show. I don't remember which show it was, but like old school. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't like Law and Order or any of that, but it was one of those kind of shows, one of the ones that kind of came and went. And it was just it was lit it was so oversaturated and just like washed Ooh. out and pale you saw like you could just tell that it was like a shit ton of lights and then they desaturated it later in post and i was watching it and literally three seconds in i was like i'm so glad they don't shoot things like this anymore and people were looking at me like what are you talking about and because i saw uh one of the people in like this group scene was a black guy and i was like you'll see this kind of lighting is horrible for black people. And every, they've shown everybody else's close-ups. All the white folks look great. It cut to the black guy, and you can barely see half his features. I was yeah, just like, yeah. I was like, see? <laughs> <laughs> you see why I'm glad they don't do this shit anymore? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were like, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Ah, so yeah. I don't remember how we got on that. Oh, Janelle Monet looked great yes. in the trailer. Yes, she did. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know anything else about that trailer. Yeah, but it you know as much as I do. Yeah, it Probably looks more. interesting. I don't know about interesting. I think I still need to get more. Mm. I think what caught me was because she was lit so well. Mm. Just the, the shots in general. 
stood out, mm-hmm. especially for a you know black person. So right. I was like, oh, okay, well, let's see where this goes. I, I want to say, I guess the what a third of the way in, it finally caught my attention because I thought it was another slave movie too. Uh, of course, that's what they do to you. But right. I, I want to see more. I want to see more. Yeah. No, I'm intrigued. It it looks like, like I like the idea that. Well, obviously, this is me being more hypothetical because I don't know what the actual idea of the script is. We mm-hmm. don't we don't know the concept, no. but it feels like it could be loosely related to, um, you know, how there's like how trauma can be passed down genetically. Yeah, and it feels like. It could be the first time we see something depicting us physically deal or, or mentally dealing with the actual pain of ancestors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if it's that, but if it is that, I think that could be really cool because it's something that we never talk about. Nah. You know, and obviously if if extreme trauma could be passed through genetics, we know how extreme the trauma was for slaves. And to this day, black people still have that trauma in their DNA, like mm. literally in our DNA. So we're predisposed to trauma, you know? So it would be really interesting to see if that's tackled at mm. all. But again, I have no idea if it's at Damn. all related to that. Hereditary through like culture. Yeah. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. So. And I think that the way. Yeah. So I'm, I, again, I have no idea if that's what it is, but I'm curious to mm. see if it touches that at all. Yeah. I think it, that could be pretty cool. Hmm. Did you see the trailer for the the new Guy Ritchie film, uh, the the Gentleman? Yes, I did. What'd you think of that? It looks interesting. A lot of key players, right? A lot of key players. I mean, it's a Guy Ritchie film. I yeah. feel like his films like that are always just stacked cast. Yeah, I was like like the whole like mobster type movies. Yeah, and he does like slicker type of mob mm-hmm. movies. You know, yeah. Like it's it's not really. It's definitely not like Scorsese type mob films. Yeah, and it looks like they give Colin Farrell just like free range. Yeah. That's a name we haven't said in a while. No, or at all. Right? Yeah. It's been a minute since I've heard anybody really talking about Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it it looks like I don't even have much to say about the film. It just, it looks like a Guy Ritchie film. Like, yeah, the trailer's trailer's been out for about, what, a month now? Probably less than that, no? Two, three weeks. Has it been that long? Yeah, about two, three weeks. Possibly. It had to come out after our last episode, right? Three weeks then? Because I saw it before. I know it was like a week before our last episode that I had seen it. And I think I've seen it. I saw it in theaters. You saw it before our last episode? I believe so. Because I didn't see it until after. Oh, because remember the... um, I even made a reference to it because I thought it was either The Gentleman or The Gentleman. It was one of the other movies. And it was uh, uh, the, 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 the Kingsman one. Kingsman, there you go. No, I, I read. No, I said you, it the wrong way. But you have mixed up Kingsman with oh. 1917. Oh, is that what it was? That's what you would, because you said 1917 when you when we first started talking about. Because Kingsman. is there another gentleman movie like The Gentleman or something like that? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, maybe I'm confusing him. But yeah, I remember seeing that one. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't see it until after. I don't think I saw it until I was watching 21 Bridges. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I saw it before that. Huh. Well, shit. Well, we ain't talked about it yet, so there yeah, you go. Yeah. You want it, there you go. <laughs> uh, did you... What about the trailer for that uh, that Amazon show that uh, that Jordan Peele's attached to? Oh, yeah. Uh, Hunters? 
remind me. Yeah, yeah. I did see it, but remind me again. Give me some. Isn't it like De Niro? Wasn't he the lead of it? Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. And they're like hunting Nazis or something? Yeah, yeah. I still got to watch it again. I know. Yeah, because I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember too much of the plot. Yeah, all I remember is he's like giving this speech about what they got to do. And I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure it's like to hunt Nazis. And then eventually by the end of the trailer, the camera flips around and you see everybody he's talking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Towards like the last couple of frames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah, that is it. That looked interesting. Yeah, it looked like a how-to guide. (laughs) (laughs) How how to kill Nazis. Yeah. But yeah, I I found it interesting that Jordan Peele is, you know, doing something for Prime. Yeah. Just like going away from, you know, actual productions for uh, movie theaters. Right. So. Which is also interesting because I know he was behind the that the new Twilight Zone mm-hmm. reboot Correct. that they yeah. did for CBS, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's, it's interesting the way he's spreading his name across networks Different and plat- platforms. Yeah. You know, it, usually you get people, they, they kind of get attached to... You know, a network or something like mm-hmm. that. Like once you've done something successful with them, like it's just it's surprising that he hasn't returned to any of the ones he's worked with. I guess yeah. that's more of the surprise. Like you haven't seen him do anything else with Comedy Central or like No, that's should, right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if he is, then it's stuff that's going way below the radar and I'm just not even noticing that he's a part of it. Yeah. Because I'm sure he's a producer on other things. But as far as the executive producer stamp, I think these are the only places that We've seen him like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's interesting the way that he keeps spreading it. Yes, yes. I need to look into this Hunter's show more. I'm not sure how involved he is in the inception of the show or the idea. Mm, okay. Because I know he's executive producer. I that, don't, yes. That. I don't know if he has any writing or creator credit or anything like that. Mm. I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah, I don't know much about the show. I'm interested. I also finally signed in to my Prime account from in my TV. So now I can watch Prime shows on my TV. Ah. Because the reason I haven't watched any of the Prime ones before is because I was like, it's just such an annoyance to get to Prime to watch shows. You know, like, I've, that is true. It's not one of my go to methods of bringing up content. Same. And then I was like, oh, wait, I could just do it on my TV. And then I could just watch it right there on my TV. And so I did that. <laughs> Must be nice. I still haven't watched any of them yet. Nah. But I was like, why haven't I? Wait, just to clarify. So this one is a show? Hunters? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yes, it's a show. Interesting. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right? <laughs> oh, that changes a lot. Uh-huh. I'd like to see more. Yeah. I... I'm also curious if it's going to be one of those shows that is meant to be meant to be picked up or if it's going to be uh, like a limited run series. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But yeah. Oh, speaking of shows, you see that weird trailer for the HBO show uh, Avenue 5? The space one? Beyond weird. Right? It's like, kind of like what? a xenon. <laughs> for like adults? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw Hugh Laurie. I'm like, oh, awesome, right? Then I was like, oh shit, no! Like, <laughs> I, I didn't know how I felt about. It. I was still trying to figure out what was going on. Apparently, and, something happens up there, right? right? And when it first started, I was like, when did HBO get the Orville? 
And then it was like, oh, this is not the Orville. <laughs> That's Hugh yeah, Laurie. Yeah. This is a different show. Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't. I swear to God, Xenon, dude. This is another sequel? <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it's so funny. I, we have to either find a way to record this podcast with video or, <laughs> or just like find a way to transcribe some of the reactions you give me because i swear people don't realize at least a third of the reactions that you do to stuff i say are completely silent yes they are <laughs> and the mics can't pick that up they, they and I, can't. I want the audience to be able to know just the sigh of disdain that you gave me just now when i said another sequel but they'll never know unless i tell them yeah they won't because <sighs> You gotta, you gotta verbally disapprove of me, man. I disapproved of myself for knowing a Xenon. <laughs> and then you said Zeke. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. We're both in it. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Anywho. But yeah, it looks like an interesting show. It definitely has, obviously, a very strong, like, comedic lean. Yeah. Right. Uh, and looks very HBO comedy. Right? I keep forgetting his name. The... The one guy that's there, he's in Pixels. Oh! I always forget his name. Always. You do always forget his name. Yes, and I've said it millions of times. Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Okay, yeah. That also got me because I saw Hugh Laurie and then I saw him. So I'm like, all right, it's going to be some comedy. Right. Has to be. Unless it's like Midnight Express or whatever that movie was where he played like a serious role. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so then I saw it through and through. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I was really trying to get the whole like Xenon vibe away because that's literally what it, it was an over glorified like I modern love, day Xenon. So. I love that you looked at this and your thought went to see you've been watching way too much Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is because my mind went nowhere near Xenon, but I also haven't scrolled through the Disney Plus yeah. catalog at all. Yeah. That second movie was horrible I, anyway. But anyway, going back into this, yeah, I just, I couldn't grasp what was going on yeah like the ship they're on is it crashing like are they gonna die <laughs> like i don't know are they gonna be dying the whole show like what is <laughs> i couldn't understand and that's was... the thing it's a show it's a show so like yeah i don't know what the concept is are yeah. they gonna be just like floating lost in space forever because that'd be kind of hilarious ah yeah, but i know I, I don't know well speaking of shows um have you seen that one show on netflix uh the good place christian the bell good, yeah christian bell no i have not wasn't that on a network and it's like only is it i just saw it on netflix that's why i think it's if it's not on a network like nbc it was on oh, okay like an nbc okay it was one of those it just reminded me of like the shows where you look at it and you think it's a movie mm. because you can't possibly you know figure out how they even made it to like you know a second <laughs> episode but i mean it kind of picked up and then i watched through the first season mm-hmm. watching the second one I was like oh you got nowhere to go now but they did. They kept it going. And I've I kind of heard great things about that show. I've just never. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And I love Kristen Bell. Like, yeah. she's one of my like secret Hollywood favorite people. Like, I just love her. Yeah, she fire. She fire. <laughs> she fire. She fire. She fire. Oh. Yeah. But it's funny because they made a friends reference, and I just like oh, nearly spit my Oreo man. out. Henry. <laughs> oh, did you see the? Family Guy from a few weeks back where they did a the Friends episode. Friends. <laughs> Yo. Yo. I died. <laughs> when I saw him, I'm like, no fucking way. Dude. They finally did, they it. did it. When he said it was like 
mid nineties, and it was me and all my attractive friends and David Swimmer. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the guy, fucking amazing. But yeah, I just, it just reminded me of that. Like I didn't know it was a show. Yeah, I need to see more of what that show is gonna be. Like, yeah, because that just seemed like a trailer for the pilot. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, it looked like one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I need to know more. We'll see. When, that's coming out next year, right? Yeah, I think it's so January. 2020. Okay. Twin twenty. Little twenty twin twin. No. I don't want to say the other <laughs> word that comes after that. So I yeah. kept it quiet. Good censor. Good censor. Anyway, okay, so we're talking about shows. So now that we're at the point where we're getting all the fall finales for everything. Half the shows have ended for the year. The rest are ending this week or next week. What you been watching? Are, are you up to date on all the shows hey. that we've been watching? I know from the last time we talked to Watchmen, I still haven't seen. Oh, my yeah, I know. gosh. Dude, it's gotten better. Oh, man. See, I, I got time now. I got time okay. now. So I will. You have to. Okay. Next episode, you're going to ask me. I'm like, yes, I watched them. Because okay. I'm going to probably watch tonight or tomorrow. That's what's up. Since you it's have not to. a Tuesday. That we're recording this That's and it ain't flash, right. so That's I can watch right. stuff. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah. yeah, speaking of, yeah, I've been up to date with Flash, which that Oh, that ending last week? Yeah. Was not ready. I wasn't either. Yeah. That I was thought it different. was gonna be another one of those episodes. Usually when they go that route, by the end of it, he overcomes it and beats it. And you're like, No, what? not this time around. Nope. <laughs> so I'm still getting chills. I'm like, oh. All right. Yeah. Using that, what's it called? That the coal. Oh, the toothpaste. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, okay, Dark Flash. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, but before we move on, because I do want to talk a little bit about Arrowverse with you, but Watchmen. Ooh. Oh, okay. <sighs> Dude. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I know last time we talked about it, I told you that that, that episode that they did that was about Looking Glass mm-hmm. was like their best one yet. Yeah. Oh. They keep beating it. Oh, no shit. Okay. Oh, man. I, man, I re- you have to see the one right after that is this amazing all flashback episode but the way they do it it's all this stuff that's happening in regina king's mind mm-hmm. and i don't want to say too much because i don't want to spoil it but she's basically experiencing memories that aren't hers okay that's what i'll say okay and how, how did they um how do they do the flashback scenes because usually when i see the flashback scenes they can either do it well or it's dude this one okay this episode of that i'm talking about in particular it's some of the best tv camera work i've ever seen Ooh, dude <laughs> okay i'm telling you you are going to be in love because they kept coming in and out of shots where like like i said she's experiencing someone else's memories so we'll see most of it with the other person in the place yes. in memory and then camera will move around certain ways and then when you look and it's like oh no it's regina now and then mm-hmm. it comes back and it's the original person and like all these things that the way it was edited together it's dude <laughs> wow because you know what flashback i really love i think it was in jessica jones where they did the pi well, i mean she is a pi but there was one where she's i forgot where she was looking back but it was so seamless like they shifted over and moved the whole scene mm. so they can continue the shot. I, f- yes. I honestly forgot what episode it was. I think I remember that. Because it, it, that's the only thing. It sucks that that's the only thing I remember. But right. that's the only thing I remember from Jessica Jones, just that flashback. And I'm 
mad that it was on that show. Ugh. But it was done hey, very you know well. What? That makes me think of something. I've had something written in the sheet and I keep pushing it off. And eventually I want to do this. And you just reminded me of it. We should do this one day where we talk about the TV scenes that we'll never forget. Perfect. I have like five of them in my head right now. Right? I already know Next. one of yours. So, <laughs> but that's okay. Because I was bring it up. Because I was bring it up. You can still say it's it. It's amazing. I know. I know. But uh, yeah, we should do that. Maybe next week. If depends on what we have okay. to cover. Uh, at some point, I think before the end of the year, we should sneak that into an episode. Definitely. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I'm always curious. So yeah. Actually, can we, can uh, we do TV scenes and also like small movie scenes sure and then because there's a couple that i kind of want to throw out there that a lot of people don't know because i would talk about a certain scene in a movie Mm -hmm. and i won't say the movie but they asked me like oh how do you think they get that going i'm like well i know how they did it and i'll throw it out there and honestly i'm just saying how i would do it Mm -hmm. without even knowing and then i would like youtube it in front of them it's like oh shit i was right like that's (laughs) how they did it so like certain scenes like that i think the audience would appreciate and know you know the backstory behind them yeah at least the movie ones yeah for yeah. sure because i yeah, watch I, a lot of the behind the scenes behind all of this so i know for a lot of them you're going to be coming at them for from a different place as to why they stand out to you yeah and yeah. i think that's the main reason i even wanted to talk about it because like, mm. i know the ones that stand out to me are going to be way different than the ones that stand out to you for the reasons that they stand out to us yeah it makes my peter tingle henry do me a favor no never, i'm just gonna look never, over here ne- never never again only if you don't butcher my name. <laughs> Listen on Rob Malkai. That's why. <laughs> no. I ain't a piece of bread. <laughs> Your name is on Rye. <laughs> I might call the episode on Rye. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Oh, man. Okay. So, hell. So, you want to go Arrowverse? You want to jump into that? Okay. Arrowverse. I've been, this last season at least, mm-hmm. I've been going at it and... This last episode was actually really good. For Flash, right? For... Or Arrow. Arrow, for Arrow. Arrow, okay. Yes, yes. Because I don't watch Arrow. I know, yes, yes, yes. So I, I'm not caught up on it at all. Yeah, so I'm caught up. I I think they didn't show it the last week or the week before, one of those. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for it because it kind of threw me off. Right, they did take that week off. Yes, right. so I caught back up. This episode, they're just... It, it, it's from how things are going with the flash as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to like predict what's going on and which is what's perfect. You know, that's, that's what I want. Stuff, yeah. yeah. That's what I want. But at the same time, it's like, shit, how are they going to do this? You know, I am really looking forward for them to get into this crisis storyline just so that they never say crisis ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I swear if I drank, I would have a drinking game. Oh my Every God. time somebody says the word crisis on one of those shows, it's insane how uh, much they're saying it. Yeah. It's insane. On this one, yeah. Monitor and crisis are the two. Yes. Words. Oh my God. Fucking monitor. Yeah, dude. I do admit that. Intergalactic Debo. Yeah. <laughs> That's my bike. It's my world. Did I tell you that I ran into him like last No week? way. Yeah, Tiny Lister. Where? Debo, uh, at the, the fish spot over by the mall. Oh, no way. I was just in there online ordering something from my mom. And he come walking in. And I was like, damn, you big. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, random. (laughs) It's humor. Uh, Oh, man. You don't have a chain hanging out, right? No, no. I ain't let him snatch nothing. All right. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no. I am 
totally excited for this crisis to get going. I'm a little bummed, though, because I forgot that the crisis episodes start next weekend. Yes. But, you know, they're doing a five-show crossover. Oh, yeah. Right? Only three of the shows next week are going to have the crisis episodes. The final two are going to be in January. Bro. Yeah. Man. Like, mid-January. What? Yeah. So we're going to have to wait a month. <laughs> we're going to have to uh, wait a month before the crossover I hope complete. those two are Batgirl and Supergirl. The final ones? Yeah. No, the final ones will be Arrow and Legends. Oh, that's right, because it's later. Right? Okay, because two of them it's are gonna, Sundays. It's going to start off... No, I think they're splitting up oh, they're splitting Batgirl it. and Supergirl. They're not putting them both on Sunday oh, okay. next week. So I think it's Supergirl Sunday, Batgirl Monday, Flash Tuesday. And then we'll come back, and I believe we're actually going to get Arrow and Legends in the same night, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, but it's still going to be a month in between part three Man. and part four and five. Right? They got to stop doing this. Like, I'm waiting all this time. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep watching. I'm yeah. not going to stop watching after Crisis. Like, Man. you don't have to break it up to, nah. come on, nah. give me the shits. And you know who's doing that, too? Uh, Grey's Anatomy. Because now we've been waiting, and I say we because my sister watches it too. But I think it's been, what, two weeks now? Where our season finale, or our finale, whatever it's going to be, is going to be in January. Uh, Which this, honestly, this last season has just been a dud. But I've just been watching it to be like, come on, over, somebody die or something, you know? Stay dead. But damn, this last episode was really good. And Have they sucked. figured out Grey's Anatomy yet? Not yet. Not no? Yet. No. They've been drying it out this whole, what, 15 seasons? And damn. they're not done yet. They're not they, done yet. You would think doctors would be able to figure out an anatomy. You would think so. Damn. But science is involved. I just want it to be over, honestly. <laughs> I really just want it to be. I just want to know what the finale is. So I can be like, finally. Uh, finally. Finally. They'll, they'll spin it off. You'll get Black's Anatomy or something. And <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't know. What's after Grey? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're potting now. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Well, they had that spinoff with uh, uh, Station 19. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't they also have a different spinoff too? They did, but that one didn't catch. What was it? Private Practice, right? Was it Private? I thought it was for with the re- the residents. I'm fairly certain. See, I have no idea. What was the one that uh, I think Tay Diggs was the lead? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that Private Practice? I have no idea. I'm fairly certain that was Private Practice, and I'm also fairly certain that was a spinoff. Of Actually, Grey's you're Anatomy. right. You're right. Because I remember that, but I never watched it. Because I forgot about that one. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? Yeah. We're talking that started like 06, 07? Yeah, that was way back when. Yeah, yeah that was a spinoff for Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, see, I didn't know about that. <laughs> I that, wasn't that invested. <laughs> that would be a great list to compile one day. The best shows that were spinoffs that you didn't realize were spinoffs. Wow, the best shows? Yeah, or, you know, I mean, best is whatever, but... Because Friends had that Joey one, which was horrible. Right, no, but everybody knew that was a spinoff. I mean, the ones that that you you didn't know know were spinoffs. Damn, I don't even know. Like... perfect. Like, Family Matters. Oh, shit, that was a spinoff. Because it was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. Like, shit like that, where you're like, that was Well, of course I wasn't, yeah, thinking of it now, yeah, but... 
I mean, I was even old, then, man. I don't think people were really like remembering. Like, yeah. oh no, this is a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, that would be that would be an interesting list to compile would. one day. That would, yeah, we <laughs> should add that on the list. I, I mean, you know. just do a TV episode, TV scenes, yeah, spinoffs. Yeah, we just do a TV episode. Haven't we done? No, we did a sitcom episode. We did. That's sitcom. what we did. I remember. I remember. You don't remember. I remember. I don't remember. You don't remember. Probably anyway, remember. so I take it you also haven't caught up on his dark materials. I haven't. Have you watched it at all? I haven't. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah. I think you will really enjoy this show. You said that. That's the one on HBO. It is HBO. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's another one. It I comes on the down. day after Watchmen. Got it. Yeah. And so yeah, that was the right. So today, right. That we're recording. Right. So I, I can watch I, that too. I wasn't saying the day only because people are going to hear this and be like, it's not Monday. <laughs> so we're going to delete all that. <laughs> okay. Cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, no, you, I think you're really going to enjoy it. Remember, that's the one with the whole golden compass. Thing. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Okay. So one thing I will say. Reminders. Right. One thing I will say for me that is a huge standout for this show it may be, and HBO is killing it right now. This show may have some of the best CG animals alongside humans that Ooh. I've seen, especially in regards to them talking. Nice. Because I don't know if you remember, but the way the world kind of works is every person has what they call a demon. Yes. Right? And so everybody has their animal companion that's like literally they're like tied to them from some kind of like i don't know some kind of cosmic tie right so they they literally can't be too far from each other or they get hurt and like that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um and as you're growing up your daemon like changes form it may be a fox today and a squirrel tomorrow and yada yada but at some point when you hit uh you know a, a specific level of maturity they lock into a specific form and then they're that form forever but yeah this is it's so impressive, the CG on that, that I'm wondering how they even have the budget to pull it off. Like, you know, it's, mm, it look, it's that good. And I've seen full-out movies that don't look that good for what they're doing with that. And, yeah, it's just all the detail, all the, the shading to just the, the textures of everything, like, Nothing stands out where you're like, that doesn't even look like it fits in the world. You know, like it just works. There's only one. There's a there's a monkey that's a little brighter than I think maybe it should be just in color tone. Like it's it's brown is a little too orange. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But it doesn't really it doesn't detract from it at all. It's just a little more colorful than the rest of the animals. Mm -hmm. But, dude, (laughs) it's so uh, it. You gotta just watch it. It's amazing yes. how good oh, yeah. they look, especially when they get to the episode, like like the last one that aired uh, before this week's one was the first time we see the polar bear. Hmm. And dude, yeah, so fucking Shit. good. All right. So good. So yeah, highly recommend it. Very good show. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I already put that on my list as a reminder. Word. Definitely. Okay. Well, here's a show that I know you have been watching. Thoughts on The Mandalorian so far? Great. I feel like last time we talked about it, you still hadn't seen it yet, right? Yeah. Whoa, huh? It has. I think. 
or maybe we didn't, you, we didn't watch it. The, we didn't talk about it the last episode. That's right, why. So right. yes, I am caught caught up after that episode. I watched it. Been current like Thursday midnight. I'm watching it. Word, word, yeah. Word. Okay, so you have seen the the latest. I have yes. This last one, I've been talking about it around the office. Mm-hmm. It was kind of slow for me. You think the last one was slow? Yeah. You didn't think episode two was slow? The one that was like Wally. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I said Wally. That whole uh, episode was oh, Wally. Maybe, maybe that one that too. That episode then. was the first act of Wally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. This last one. I mean, I still loved it. It just it seems slower than the other ones. Or maybe it was just me. I don't know if it was. That's interesting. I felt the opposite. I felt really? like the last one was finally picking up pace again because there was action throughout it. <clears throat> or at least maybe not action, but there was a there was a progressing story. Okay, I see. You know what I mean? Where I feel like in a lot of the episodes, it's been a lot of like just staring at dude's helmet and (laughs) watching Baby Yoda be cute and then staring at dude's helmet, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's just been a lot of that. And this episode, it was like, oh no, there's people around and they have a story and they're being attacked and now you got to train them and they want to, you know, like, and here's the new girl, uh, Gina Carano's character. You're going to fight her first. And like, Mm -hmm. so to me, more stuff happened in this one. Than I think the past two episodes. I think because that. we're trying to get. I think I was so focused on the Mandalorian that I was, I think, waiting for him to have his own thing. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what I think that's what I got used to. Yeah. So I think that's what I mean by slow because it wasn't mostly on him. Right. You didn't get on his his story didn't really progress. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. So that's why I, I, I will. Yeah, I definitely will concede to that. But I, I yeah, I will say though, I, I am enjoying the show. You know, mm. I'm I'm watching it and I'm I'm enjoying it. It's interesting, though, because it's not really the show they promoted. You know what I mean? Like, when you... Yeah. Unless it... Like, it may get there, but so far, it's not the show they promoted. Well, one of the main things is that they made sure not to have the baby Yoda in any of the promo. So nobody knew, you know, until end of episode one when we saw that reveal. Which is great. You know, they were able to save that moment. Yeah. But... I feel like all the promo for this show was a lot more running gun, a lot more fighting, a lot more, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot more of what the first episode was. Yeah. You know, like that finale of the first episode where you had the, uh, the, the droid that would, that Taika voice that was shooting in all directions and they bust the door down and like, that's what the trailers were selling the show on. Mm Mm-hmm. And we haven't really seen that. I think this last episode is probably the first time we really got back to that. Since well, then. Well, no. I guess the episode before then when uh, all the rest of the bounty hunters are trying to to kill the main dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you had that moment. But even that wasn't like. Yeah. It's just, it's very mm-hmm. interesting where the story is going. And I still don't really know. I don't really know what the show is about yet. And we're, what, four, five episodes in? Yeah. I still don't really know the point of the show, which think, is not yeah, a bad thing. Yeah, that, I'm I just pretty sure it's going to come in later, and I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. I mean... It's just interesting to have a show like this, especially being Star Wars mm-hmm. and being such a huge tentpole franchise, and the first time they're really doing this kind of a show, and first original show on Disney+, Plus and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. there's still so much that I'm just like... Okay, but what am I watching? You know what I mean? Not in like a quality way, because it it looks great. Yeah, it's written well. I think Favreau is doing a great job mm-hmm. writing. So it's not really a 
a comment on the content. It's just like, what is it? I don't know. Like everything else is like fighting the rebel alliance and we're doing this and we're doing that. Like, I don't know what the show is. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know why we only get flashbacks of the Mandalorian's childhood while he's getting armor built. I Mm -hmm. don't like there are so many things where I'm just like, I don't know what the goal is yet. And it's keeping me intrigued, but it also makes me worry that maybe the journey is better than the destination. Got it. Right? Mm -hmm. So it may be a great show as we're going through this part of it. And I wonder if where it's going isn't going to hit as hard as we want it to. Like if it's going to feel like all set up and a soft punch. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be that. It's just the kind of thing I That's worry what it feels about. Like. Yeah, just having no idea where it's going worries me that I might build up the future bigger than I should, mm-hmm. you know, and I anticipate something that's never going to happen and then kind of feel like a soft punch, you yeah. know? But who knows? I obviously we got to see where they're going with this baby Yoda stuff. Like I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean I I think it's exactly what you're saying. It's the journey that's what it's about you know i i see what you're saying but maybe that's what it is it's the mandalorian's journey his obstacles his mini yoda you know right because i i still trying to figure out who the fuck that is i mean it's part of yoda's species yeah but it's clearly not yoda i know who'd he get it on with (laughs) actually they i think they talk about it and say who it was but still i don't know man and speaking of, have you seen any of the remakes? Not the remakes, but the remastered Star Wars? Oh, like the CGI? Yeah. No, I haven't watched any of them. Yeah. Oh, when you get a chance, just go on there and just watch it. Really? Yeah. That good? <laughs> yeah. I looked up like, I, I don't remember this. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious, but they did a really good job on the remastering. Okay. Yeah. So in this version of the edits, who shot first? Mm. <laughs> You haven't gotten there? Mm. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Uh, all right. You want to talk about some movies? Yeah, but uh, are those all the shows you're watching? Let's see. Because I know yeah. you have a Because I was going through the schedule, and as far as shows, besides Rick and Morty, which we're waiting for about, what, next week, right? Next week will be. Yeah, the, yeah, the next, next week. Cool, week. yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's it for me. <laughs> that's it for Morty's Dragon Adventure. Are you going to slay it? I always slay it, queen. <laughs> I do have to say, so far we're getting, I think the hype of like the trailers or the teasers that they're giving us mm-hmm. is the highlight of the episode, which is great and all, hmm. but I'm I'm noticing a lot of that. Yeah, a little bit. I hadn't mm-hmm. thought about that. But yeah, yeah, a little bit. Although I did really enjoy that last episode, the... Like Ocean's Eleven episode. Oh, dude, <laughs> I really enjoyed yes. that. No, <laughs> yeah, no, that show is just. I'm bummed that we're only gonna get two more. I know, because they haven't actually said when they're coming back for the second half. I was gonna ask that right now when they're gonna come back. I don't think they've announced that. Shit, dude. Yeah, right. Eh. Uh, okay. What else am I watching? Um. So, one thing that I've really enjoyed that's been happening recently is more shows have been limited series. Mm-hmm. And there's actually another HBO series that I've been watching. It's a limited series and it's called Mrs. Fletcher. And it's hmm. starring Catherine Hahn. And it's really good. It's an interesting story. I think it's based from a book. 
And it's this quirky little story <laughs> about this mom who she's like divorced from her ex-husband. Her son is moving out to college and she basically is having like her sexual awakening mm-hmm. and just kind of discovering herself in the process of it. And she's discovering porn for the first time and like shit like that. And also there's like a bunch of stuff with the son and him going from being the quote cool guy in high school to being just like awkward as fuck in college and no, n- nobody really fucking with him and him not fitting in. It's just, yeah. and it's a lot of, th- I think they handle sexual topics in a unique way. Mm-hmm. Like I was happy that this doesn't really spoil much. Oh, well the, the show, it's only going to be seven episodes. Okay. And they just had the sixth episode. Oh. Okay. It's only a half hour show. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, next week will be the finale. But they, the way they tackle topics is, is kind of cool. Like, there was something that they introduced in the first episode that I was curious if it was ever going to uh, make another play. And it, it just finally did. Where in the first one, like, the mom kind of overhears the son um, messing around with one of the girls from his high school. and. He's talking like really aggressive, dirty talk, you know, like slut, bitch, that kind of stuff. And the mom is really like off put by it and like kind of rattled by hearing that. And she tries to talk to him about why he shouldn't talk like that to girls, but she doesn't know how to say it. And he's not really listening to her. He doesn't pay her any mind. Hmm. And he's still longing for the love of his dad and his dad kind of treats him like whatever. It's, it's It's, there's a lot of layers to it, but he just... In this last episode, had an encounter with someone else where one of the girls in the college where he starts trying to talk to her during sex the way that he was talking to the girl we saw in the first episode. Yeah. And this girl was not having it and like threw him out of the room and shit. Like it was just like it was really interesting mm-hmm. the way that they're it's overt, but it's subtle, you know, the messaging that they're putting into these different moments. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it actually, it makes me curious about how the book was. Uh, and then there's this whole additional storyline of like the mom kind of has an infatuation with this, uh, this young guy that is in her like night class. Uh, and she doesn't know, but it turns out he, this boy is who also is like infatuated with her, her son treated him like shit during high school. Oh. And so, like, this guy has a huge crush on his high school bully's mom, and she kind of is feeling him too, but she doesn't know. And It's like a whole... It's, wow. Yeah, there's a bunch of shit going on. But uh, it's, a, it's a good show. It's like... Same on Sundays, right? Yes. Nice. When we were talking about the list of shows I watch on Sunday, yeah. that was another one that I had forgot to name. It was just, there's oh. so many shows. But yeah, it's, it's a good show. Like I said, it's 30 minutes long. It's only going to be seven episodes, mm-hmm. so I recommend it. It's nice. It's good. It's an interesting watch. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, we can check that one out too. Yeah, uh, yeah. For the most part, that's what I've been watching. I mean, I think that this fall has been the first time in a while that I've been able to really jump into several new series. Mm-hmm. Usually, I just don't have the time to do it. 
but with all of them, I mean, Watchmen, Dark Materials, Mandalorian, like all these yeah. shows, I've just, I'm, I've had the time to to jump into them, and and there, it's been some good stuff, and so I'm I'm glad that I've had the time because it's been a pretty good season for for TV. Mm, nice, nice. How about you? Anything else before we move on? That's all I have. I mean, I mentioned when we we're doing the trailers about uh, the Good Place. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, no, no. Where? Same, same old, same old. Same old. I might be open to more now that I have uh, two days a little bit more free. Oh yeah. Than before, so I, that opens up a lot. So I'm gonna try to watch these shows that you're talking about. Yeah, and, definitely watch Dark yeah. Materials. You're gonna like it. Cool, cool. Well, shit. Then let's jump to some of the more recent movies. I'm actually kind of glad that we took last week off because last week the only movie that we had to talk about was 21 Bridges. And now mm-hmm. we can talk about that plus Queen and Slim plus Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Queen and Slim, Knives Out. I was planning on seeing it and I couldn't watch it. You couldn't watch which one? Both of them. Oh! Yeah, I did watch 21 Bridges. Okay. But I had a last minute shoot and... It throughout my whole schedule. So Ooh. when I try to watch it, it's like, oh man, the only one was like late at night and then early morning. It, it just couldn't take it. Okay. But okay. it's on the agenda for this week for sure. Well, at least Knives Out more than Queen and Slim because I heard a lot of great things about Knives Out. But okay. I guess we'll talk about that. We, yeah. we will talk about it. Because just with the cast itself, I wanted to see it. Right. You know, and Queen and Slim, I, well, both of them actually because I also heard great things about that as well. And it's unexpectedly different. Mm, we'll talk about it all right right, cool cool 21 bridges (laughs) let's start with 21 bridges yeah since we both saw that what'd you think i i don't know what (laughs) it is about like the end of the year movies that it's getting on my list but this one has to be up there as well wow really yeah i enjoyed it that much yes wow yes i did uh i don't think it was that high for me i did definitely enjoy the film but it it wouldn't make my top 10 for me it was only because the scenery, what it did within the short period of time, mm-hmm. the action behind it, uh, the character where the detective is just, you know, they hire him for, they didn't hire him, they bring him on because they expect him to do certain a certain thing. role, right. but he doesn't do it. Right. Which we kind of see it coming, but at the same time, it was still a misdirection. Right. You know, so I mean, the misdirection wasn't as high as I thought it was, but it was just well played out. Yeah. You know, everything through, um, I forgot the guy's name. The the black kid where he's going through, like, we're rooting for him throughout the whole time because we know that he's just in the wrong place at the wrong time, mm-hmm. but he's trying to get somewhere, and he's trying to be good. He's trying to uh, call these cops out. It right, was just right. one You're of those movies. The, the one that was one of the shooters. Right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. So it, it was just one of those movies where I haven't seen it in a while, and those are the types of movies that I like, that I enjoy. Yeah. So because I haven't seen it in a while, I think that's why it's on there. Okay. Yeah. I, I do think that it was definitely very stylishly shot mm, yes especially yes. when it got to the action sequences the their camera work was really good yeah, and yeah really smooth especially that that chase where they were like hopping over stuff and going mm. through the back rooms in the kitchen and stuff i was like yo their camera work is good I, oh, yeah, it was gruesome too i mean even the vfx like it was yeah. all great yeah. yeah i haven't seen that in a while and i i really enjoyed it yeah more than i thought i would i also i liked how straight to the chase it was mm. Like it got right into the shits, you know what I mean? Like that's right. Well, besides the in the beginning where they're talking about what his uh, his review, oh or yeah, his but, investigation. But even that was, I think, very. I, I think it was really important to place it there. Mm-hmm. You know, we we needed to know going into that night what people's thoughts of him as a cop was. Yes. 
you know, and even that scene didn't really drag. No, it didn't at all. No. And then, yes, and they, they did that, and then it was like right to the shootout, <laughs> you mm, know? Yeah. And just everything that can go wrong does for, mm-hmm. you know, the next two hours. But yeah, yeah, and there, I definitely will say that a decent amount of the, the twist stuff, the misdirection mm-hmm. stuff, I saw coming, mm-hmm. you know? But it wasn't the kind of thing where if you saw it coming, it lessened it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was still quite enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And I thought Chadwick did a great job. Phenomenal, yeah. I don't remember who directed it, but they did a good job. Mm-hmm. They really did. And yeah, and it was a decent cast, too. I mean, it was. Like all around, it was mm-hmm. pretty good. There was, there was some stuff where, just dialogue-wise, it felt like maybe they leaned in the obvious a little too much. Like... Like the two cops that uh, the the two cops that were giving Chadwick shit, and they were the same ones who like uh, uh, who shot old boy in the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that it, one. Yeah, you that know, one. they were just like a little too on the nose the whole time. It was mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, they're the bad guys. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, That's, it was that I did see. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit of that. But other than that, I mean, it's fine. Like, there's always gonna be mm-hmm. clear cut, you know, antagonists. Yeah. So I. That wasn't a problem. I guess for me, the twist at the end, uh, fuck, I'm not going to say it. Right. Don't say it. See, but okay, I just didn't expect it to go that way right. past the event already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll talk after. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, shit. I wanna, but yeah. It's, no, I get what you're saying. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was very well done. I am looking forward to seeing Chadwick do more roles like that. Yeah. Same here. I think that's a good space for him. There were times where I was like, his accent was peeking through. That's what it was. Okay, because I was going to say it it was more of like a raw feeling, but I don't know if raw would be the right word, you know? Yeah, there was just something about the way he sounded that, yeah, he he transformed so much, you know, Mm. hearing him go from james brown to black panther to whatever like yeah it shifts so much that there was a part of it for me that just felt like it felt like that's not his voice you know what i mean yeah and it probably was his voice Mm -hmm. you know so i that's no i get what you're saying i think that's what i had felt about because i talked about it with my sister throughout the movie i was like i can kind of like what do you say like is this him like what are we hearing you know yeah yeah and I, i just couldn't really tell if it was one of those things like a like a Hugh Laurie, right? Mm. Where you finally hear their real voice and you're like, oh, oh yeah, that that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your actual yeah. voice is weird coming out of your mouth. That's, yeah. It's awkward. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure. But I did really enjoy the film. Mm. Definitely. Okay. So let's go Queen and Slim. Mm. So I found this movie really interesting. Mainly because while I really enjoyed it, I didn't enjoy it. For the reasons I thought I would. Can you give us uh, more explanation of what you... Absolutely. So, it wasn't the movie I thought it was going to be. Which doesn't... It's not a negative thing. But it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. So, I was expecting... The two main things I was expecting to see in the film were... One, a very strong narrative about race in America. Okay. And two, a very strong love story between the two leads. Mm-hmm. I don't believe we got either of those things. Really? From my perspective. Mm-hmm. 
And I'll speak to the second one first, because I know most people are going to be like, but it was a love story. Yes, but not traditionally or not in a traditional way. So, yes, these two characters do fall in love, right? But they don't fall in love in the typical movie way. They don't fall in love via romantic gestures or you know, sweet things really being said to each other. It's not that. They don't have that kind of relationship. They, you know, the movie starts off, literally starts with them on a blind date. You know, mm-hmm. well, blind. it's a Tinder date. Yeah. And on their way from dinner is when the whole police, the, the cop thing happens. And that's it. Now they're stuck in this. Now mm-hmm. they have to be on the run together and, you know, they only have each other now, basically, mm-hmm. which obviously could lead to the two people falling for each other. But their personalities actually kind of clash the whole time to the point where it's almost surprising that at the end of it, they would like each other the way they did. Mm. It, to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I found it interesting that the, the female lead... Her character is actually not really likable in the beginning, Mm -hmm. especially. She's very much like kind of a hard ass to him on the date. Like he's just kind of being a genuine nice guy and she's just kind of giving him shit that seems like for no reason. Yeah. You know? And so it's, she becomes more likable as as the film progresses and you start to learn more about her. But in the beginning, she's very much like, you're looking at her and you're like, I wouldn't want a second date with with that. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's, It's very much like that. And, She's clearly giving off the vibe of, like, you're not getting a second date. It's that kind of situation. So it was just interesting to have this, you know, quote, strong love story wrapped around that. These personalities that don't really romantically mesh. Mm -hmm. But because of their circumstances and them being all they have, it kind of becomes this heightened love. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just I found that really interesting. I was expecting there to be way more of a romantic chemistry between them that just got stronger because of the events. Yeah. But instead of a connection that grew, it was, I'm trying to say this without just saying it was a connection that grew, (laughs) (laughs) but you know what I mean? Instead of there being an initial connection that grew over time, it kind of forced itself to grow because of the experience. Mm -hmm. So that was that. And then going back to that first point, well, yes, it obviously is a big statement about just um, being black in America and dealing with the cops and all that. And there's a lot of that dialogue. It's not, I was expecting it to have more of a targeted message the way like the hate you give or like those kind mm-hmm. of films do. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I wanted it to be like those movies. I just thought that it was going to be more of a statement like about police brutality or, you know, just being black in America in general. Yeah. But it wasn't necessarily this big message. It wasn't like a Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was just these two people in their personal experience. Yes, it started with this white cop that was being racist, mm-hmm. but the film itself is not necessarily a statement about racist cops or anything like that. It's just that happened to be a part of this story, which again, 
is not a bad thing. I'm, I I hope none of this sounds like negative commentary. No, it doesn't. It's just that's what I thought I was going into, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. But it also had elements to it that I loved that I didn't expect at all. Like, I think what the movie was really about was, I think the movie was a statement on the irony of freedom. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is... These two people that were living these lives that were just their lives, right? You, we're all free, right? Yeah. In quotes. <laughs> we're all free. And they're just living their, their free lives. And then this, inc- uh, this incident happens. And they know from the moment this happens, if the shit catches up to them, their freedom is gone. Yeah. Right? So they are now at the precipice of no freedom. And it's at this moment in their lives where they become the most free. Mm-hmm. I see that. You know? Yeah. And it's this interesting thing where it's like, while they're on the run trying to avoid the loss of their freedom, they're experiencing things that they never would have experienced before. Yeah. And yeah. things that they never would have let themselves try before. And now they're like, well, fuck it. Let's mm, just do it. Yeah. You know, it's those okay. kind of moments mm-hmm. where I was like, I thought that was more beautiful than anything. Yes, all the, you know, the when they do have their their romantic love moments, all that and and all the scenes with like Bokeem Woodbine and India Moore and like all everybody else, all great, but to me that was the most poignant part of the film and it was the thing that you could not really pay attention to it. You know, it's mm-hmm. one of the few parts of it that I don't think is really thrown in your face it's just if you are paying attention to that it's kind of beautiful you know the way that they're living and just everything kind of changes for them like even being stuck with the car they have to drive and then stuck in the clothes they have to put on there is this other persona that is kind of built from it you know and this additional freedom that's kind of built like that shot you see of them on the poster where you know, Daniel's in the like the velour tracksuit and she got the leopard dress mm. on. Like, that's not how those characters dress. Mm. There was a situation where they had to throw some clothes on. Yeah. And so that's what they're stuck uh. with. And like that car that they're sitting on, that like blue cutlass or whatever it was, that wasn't their car. Mm-hmm. You know, and so this image that you see of them is not really them. Wow, they did a phenomenal job masking it then. Right? Wow. <laughs> you know, so it's it's not really them, but it kind of is it's like the free them yeah you know the real free them not the free they thought they were yeah but the free when they really know that like you have nothing else to lose yeah i totally get it you know yeah and i just thought that was really poignant and and just really well done and and beautiful to watch and it was also really nice to see even you know in counter to what i was saying earlier about the romance and the love story you know, when they did hit those points where, you know, the the scene where they're making love and, and this and that, like, it just, and, and the way they juxtapose that scene that, you know, in the trailer, the the scene where everybody's rioting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you see the kid, like, screaming right in the camera. Mm-hmm. In the film, when the two of them make love for the first time, they juxtapose that cutting back and forth between that and that riot. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's just like, it's really interesting the way that they they layered these things and the mm-hmm. way they put it all together and just the the visual story that was being told. Like, I just thought it was 
very well done. And, you know, props to Lena Waithe and just everybody that was involved with that. I love that it was black female writer, black female director. Mm-hmm. I love that the director came from like a music video background. Nice. Yeah, it was just there were so many things where you watch and you're like, yeah, there was only black people involved in putting this shit together. Wow. You know, mm. it, so in in that way, yeah, it was very deep. liberating. Mm. And I even read a quote where Lena Waithe basically said that by the time this got to the studios, she made it very clear that she wasn't taking any notes from any white people. Oh. Yeah. And mm. like straight up said it like, if you're black, I want to know your opinion. Sure. I'm not taking notes from white people on this because this thing got nothing to do with y'all. Wow. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And I think... Things like that are really poignant and, you know, just, I love that we're at that point now, you know, in the industry. Yeah. Especially to know that, hell, I think even when we first started this podcast, I was still saying the sentiment that, uh, you know, there's generally one black actor at a time. Yeah. yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like per age group, we used to get one at a time, right? Mm -hmm. And we, even just in this past year, in the past several years, but especially in this past year, are really breaking out of that. You know, there's a multitude of people, even with within similar buckets, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you get the Daniel Kaluuya's and the Lakeith Stanfield's and, you know, Jason Tyree and, you know, Donald Glover mm-hmm. and you know, all these people, you know, there's so many. And, and even to the, 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 the shinier names, the the Michael B. Jordans and the, you know, all the, there's so much, yeah. you know, happening right now across the board. And it's like there's there's finally getting to the point where there's enough food for everybody to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not all fighting over the same plate anymore. Yeah. Cause for so long it was like, there's gonna be one roll a year, and y'all all better fight for it. <laughs> and we're only gonna give it to the guy we already like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how it was for so long. And it's not like that. Past that already. Yeah. yeah. And just seeing it with those guys that are, you know, in my age group and even the younger guys coming up, like, you know, uh, like Jesse Usher, right? Mm. Like just seeing those kind of people just popping up and being able to really thrive and flourish. Like it's just, yeah. it, it really warms my heart to be able to see it because, you know, I've seen this industry for so long and that was not always the case. Mm-hmm. So I think a movie like Queen and Slim is very much a statement to all of that. Yeah. You know, and that's why I say that it was great in ways that I wasn't expecting it to be. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't the movie that I thought it was going to be at all. But it's still a great film. Yeah. You know, so I I would definitely still recommend seeing it. Oh, Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's it's shot very well. And it's just... It's so black. <laughs> I don't even know how other, how else to say that. It's just, it's so black. And when you watch it, you'll be like, okay, I get what he was saying. It's yeah. not, it's not black in the ways that Hollywood makes things so black, you know? And it's not even so black in the glossy way of like a Black Panther, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just so black. <laughs> <laughs> it's so black, you know? And I just, I loved it, you know? I just, uh. I love that about it. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone out there, go watch Queen and Slim if you haven't already, especially if you are so black. <laughs> Not a little black, but a so black. You got to be yeah. so black. You can't watch it if you only like like a, like a quarter black. Uh, a qu- gotta, oh, okay. <laughs> can't be a quarter black. You got to be so, so if you're midnight, black. you can go. Uh, wait. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah. It's not complexion? All right. It's, I wasn't. No. All right. Cool. Go. No. 
trying to get me out here <laughs> caught up talking about paper bag tests and stuff. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> okay. So let's move on from that. Knives out. Dude. Dude. So yes, right? Dude. Go see this. Okay, movie. see. Go see Knives oh, Out. Oh man. It's so good. It's <sighs> so good. Okay, tell me, tell me about the cast. Tell me how, like. <sighs> okay. So what is great about this movie is obviously it's a whodunit kind mm-hmm. of, you know, mystery caper, yes. right? What's great to me is that they don't stick with that the whole time. Because it makes you think of movies like Clue, yes. right? And if you think about movies like Clue, those movies are always people are gathered up, right? Something happens. And then for the rest of the film, we're trying to figure out who did it. Yes. Right? That's the point of a whodunit is that mm-hmm. you have the whole movie, you're trying to figure out who done it, mm-hmm. right? This one takes an interesting approach to it because the first act is like who done it yeah but then the second act is like oh we know who done it and now we're watching them try to get away with it oh and then the third act is like maybe we don't know who done it <laughs> nice <laughs> right yeah and it's like it going through that ride yeah was cool it wasn't so one note of just we're gonna be interviewing everybody around the house and yeah it wasn't that typical trope of like people keep dying and we're going to be left to the last three mm-hmm. people it, it's not that at all like the one guy dies and that's it no <laughs> yeah you know it's not like oh people are just the lights cut out and they come back on and there was somebody screamed and everybody's dead like it's not mm-hmm. that and yeah it's just it was really really well crafted i gotta give rian johnson just like so much props for that and what i truly loved truly above all of that stuff i just named which i loved all of that what i loved the most this was like an actor's master class in flirting with the camera oh when you watch it so much of the film is Mm close-ups and very stylish close-ups very cool Mm close-ups you know what i mean even some of the shots were just like like Daniel Craig's character in the night covered in in shade, right? And you can't see his face at all. And he like lights up a cigarette and you just see the flame. And like mm. things like that. It was just like cool looking stuff, right? Yeah. But it was also just, like I said, actors just flirting with the camera the whole time. The way these people were working their angles and knowing when to look towards the camera, to not, to cheat, to mm-hmm. not, to look to each other. Like, it was just, there was one moment that actually was in the trailer as well. But there's this one moment that Chris Evans has this line where he's talking to this girl at the table. And he says something about his grandfather. And the way that he, like, he kind of, like, turns his head really, like, <laughs> smooth. And um, the way, uh, just like one part of a line. And... It was just one of those things where it was like they had the freedom to do things that in other films would be too much. Mm-hmm. But in this film, because of how it was kind of quirky and stylish and, you know, sleek, that they were able to do things that were a little eccentric without being over the top yeah. and without it feeling like it was drawing attention to itself, mm-hmm. you know. But for me, watching it as an 
actor, I was just watching the way these people were just like making love to the camera the whole time. It was just, <laughs> oh man, it was for me for like that put it as one of my favorite films of the year. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's so good. Sweet. And I know that you may not catch all of those little actor things I'm talking mm. about, but I know that you know what, he, what people look like on camera enough mm. to catch, like, when they're cheating things and, yeah. and making things look pretty just to look pretty, mm. you know? And you'll appreciate how it doesn't detract from anything else. It It just, it falls right into line with the whole script and the concept and yeah, and it also is still a very interesting whodunit caper, mm-hmm. you know? At, at the end of the day, that part is still interesting as well, of trying to figure out who did it, why. Wait, we think we know this. Do we know it? Is that how it went down? You know, yeah. those kind of things. Um, well, shit, man. I think I'm going to have to just skip everything and watch that tonight. Yeah, man. Shit. I will say, though, I figured out who did it. In the very beginning. Oh, okay. But it's not because it was obvious. It's because I catch things in movies that I know a lot of people don't, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that everything in a movie like that in particular, everything has a purpose. Yes. And there were certain things, I won't say it again until after you've seen it, but there were little things that were said and, and that just happened in the first act that I was like, oh, I know what that's for. Well, if that doesn't give it away, <laughs> shit. <laughs> what All right, that now, give away? I mean, because now if I hear it, it's like, oh, right there. No, no, no. It's not as obvious as you're thinking. Mm, okay, okay. It's okay. the kind of thing I'm telling you. Like when you see it, when I tell you what I'm thinking about, you, either you'll notice it or you don't. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where like you could easily not notice it. Got it's it. It's not an in-your-face thing. Uh-huh. It's not a very blatant smoking gun. Mm-hmm. But there are smoking gun moments where if you just know script work enough, you're uh-huh. like, oh. I know what that could be. You, you basically, mm-hmm. like, in your mind, you're like, I'm going to put a pin in that. Yeah. And if yeah. it's that, I know I was right. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's yeah. those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm going to have to just drop everything in. Might have to see it tonight. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Sweet. And that and Queen and Slim were both just over two hours. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Both around 210. And both worth the time. Both like, feel good. And Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I recommend it. Okay, okay. Knives Out, it's a good one, man. All right, so thank you for giving us your your thoughts on both. I know. I'm sorry that it had to just be me on that one, but it's all good. No, I'm sorry for that, guys. I'm sorry. That's me. That's me. That's me. Yeah, I gave him an extra week to watch these movies. That is true. Well, technically, it's not an extra week since it came out. Been out for (laughs) four days. (laughs) But yeah, whatever. I gave you an extra week to watch these movies. Yeah, yeah. Slacking. I know, I know, I know. On Rye Markai. On Rye. On Rye. We're back on On Rye. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, are we doing sleepers? Yeah. Bringing them back? Yeah. Well, shit. There's nothing else to talk about right now. I don't. What comes out next week? I know movies come out next year, next week. Okay. I just don't know what. I'm sure movies do come out next year and next week. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you knowing that. <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, it's a step. Actually, isn't it till the week after? I can't remember. Oh, something's gotta. Yo, does nothing come out this week? I think it's the week after. Yeah, there's the Playmobil movie, which I have no idea what that is, and then 
Next week, we get Jumanji and Richard Jewell. That's what it was. Huh. Black Christmas, Mob Town. Yeah. Well, damn. And the week after, Bombshell, Star Wars, your favorite cats. Listen, we're not. (laughs) Well, then shit, maybe next week we'll do some of that TV talk we were talking about. All right, cool, cool. Because there might not be nothing else to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, we'll be back in 2020 because there's nothing to talk about. No, um, yeah, well, shit, sleepers, go ahead. All right, well, since we're talking about... (laughs) Well, lighting it up, bruh. Get lit, bro. Since we're talking about lighting stuff up, uh, Christmas <laughs> is just around the corner. Is it? And since we're talking about what's coming Fuck, soon. December. Yeah, it is. Since we're talking about what's coming soon, It Man 4 is coming out. And Wait, is your sleeper a movie that's not out yet? No, it's not. <laughs> My sleeper is It Man 1 through 3. Oh. Yes. So I checked. Oh, actually, And films. technically, yes. Technically... <laughs> It wasn't official that I wrote it as my sleeper, so I had to double check on that because I didn't mention it. But uh, no, this is just one of those movies, besides the action being just hella fucking amazing, it's not the character development, but more so the community development. So the martial arts community, they're just frowning upon a guy that's coming in, trying to live his life and try to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And throughout the whole entire film, all three films, he keeps his composure and it's everyone else that gets better from him. Gotcha. So, I mean, just one through three and there's the grandfather. Was it? No, the, the grandmaster. There's a grandmaster. So there's four of them that you can see. They're all on Netflix. So I would say watch all of them if you're into those types of martial arts films and then get ready for Ip Man 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just the camera work from, from Ip Man, the first one to the third one, there's just... They master a level of just like just the cinema. I can't even talk because it's it. so crazy how where they do certain shots and they're just so confident in the stunt team mm-hmm. where they can just do whatever they need to do on the camera. So it's a wide shot. You're always wide, but it's not wide like where you're looking at it and it's like, all right, well, we're just following and tracking the subject. It's a wide where or right, I'm getting creative. I'm going behind this pillar to show what's happening in eyes distance, but seeing the close up at the same time. Gotcha. You know, all in one shot. It is just, it's one of those movies where I can watch over and over and over again. And it's in Chinese. I mean, I can't really understand anything, but no, I, I don't, I don't watch it with subtitles because it just takes away from the action. I can't, I'm one of those where I can't watch and read at the same time. That's why I hate subtitles. Yeah. yeah I get it. I don't get how people do it because it takes yeah. away so much. Yeah. But it's definitely a film. If you're into martial arts, just like Enter the Dragon, Jackie Chan, all that. This is one that you need to see if you haven't seen it. I think it's Sleeper because, I mean, there's two of them that are out on Netflix that just came out. Uh, one was last year and one was, I believe, this year. The Grandmaster and then Master Z, which was a spinoff. Wait, is your Sleeper Ip Man or Grandmaster? It's Ip Man. Okay. But Ip Man goes into Grandmaster. It's, it's just a col- like a collection. Gotcha. Yeah, so it goes Ip Man, Ip Man 2, Ip Man 3. Grandmaster and then Master Z is a spinoff from one of the Ip Man's. That's what I'm saying. From this oh, one, shit. yeah, you have time. It comes out December 24th, Ip Man 4. But yeah, it's just one of those movies you got to see. So check out the IP. Yes, check out the IP, but not the address. Um, <laughs> but I also wanted to... Yeah, that movie's not about routers? I mean, there's some web slinging. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Wait, is Peter Parker IT? 
I <laughs> no, but I do want to say uh, this is my honorable mention because of Donnie Yen, who is the actor, the Chinese actor. He's in Triple X Revenge. No, no, The Return of Xander Cage. Mm-hmm. I feel like that movie was like swept under the rug because I didn't even see it. Mm. But uh, it's a great cast. Ruby Rose is in it. We have Ice Cube back. Uh, oh, Donnie that Yen, one, the third yes, one. yes, yes, yes. So I'm just throwing that as the because just as Donnie Yen as an actor, mm-hmm. just in both roles, he's he's great. He's, oh, Donnie Yen's yeah, great. Yeah, he's phenomenal. He's in one of the Star Wars too, but he yes. didn't do much in it. Yeah, yeah, he was in. I think. Uh, I think he was in Rogue One. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah he didn't do much in that song. Like, yeah. But Tony Jaws in that one too. So if you want to pick between the two, I would say you know It Man, then watch Triple X. I think it's still on Netflix. If not Prime, one of those. Return of Xander Cage, though, that one. The second right. one was bad. Yeah, yeah, not the second one. Yeah. And then the it was more action, more right. motocross, more <clears throat> like stunt stuff, right. which is why I kind of liked it. That was going to be my sleeper for one of them, but it wasn't really up there. But because Donnie Yen yeah. and Tony Jaa were in, and then Ruby Rose, right. which is the cast was great, you know, them being together. Speaking of Ruby Rose, something I forgot to mention earlier when we were talking about Arrowverse. Yes. So I'm still watching Batwoman. Which is, it's fine. Um, I feel like I need Ruby Rose to put on more muscle mass. Ah. It's weird. She had like the opposite thing of Gal Gadot. Where when I first heard that Gal was cast as Wonder Woman, I thought, she seems a little small for Wonder Woman. She's going to have to bulk up. Yes. And when I first heard that Ruby was going to be Batwoman, I was like, oh, that's perfect. And now I'm watching it and I'm like, did she get smaller after they cast her? Mm. Like, she might need to bulk back up a little bit. Uh. She's looking really thin on screen. And I'm like, even if you're going to do the crossovers, like, having her standing next to even the rest of, like, the legends or whoever, like, she's going to be the small one. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like for Gotham, for Batwoman, for that suit, for all that, like, I don't know. I just feel like she should have more muscle mass. Like, she should look more like Gal did as Wonder Woman. Ah, uh, you know, I mean, they should just change the lens. Uh, Henry. Okay. I'm going to go to my sleeper. No one's going to get that. Nobody's going to get that. And the ones that do want to hit you right now. So <laughs> I was hoping I get the Shia LaBeouf laugh. Yeah, the clap. I mean, you know, that <laughs> just, yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I hate you, Henry. I hate you. I'm going to go into my sleeper. All right. That's what I'm going to do. For my sleeper, I am going to bring up a film. It's actually probably one of the most recent of maybe any of our sleepers. This is actually a film from last year hmm. and is called Blind Spotting. And it stars David Diggs and Rafael Casal. Uh, David, you, a lot of people know him from his fame on, as one of the original cast members of Hamilton. Uh, you know, he's the big guy with the big fro. Like, yeah, you, you see him a lot. Um, he's always rapping everywhere you see him. And this movie is, it stars him and Raphael that, as far as I know, the two of them are real life best friends. And it's this really interesting film where, as it starts, David's character is like on his last, like, three days of probation i think Mm -hmm. and he's trying to get through these days without getting in any trouble and the only problem is his best friend is a complete nut and is always on the brink of getting them into some shit 
if I remember right, the friend is even the reason he was in the shit to get him in probation in the first place. Oh, shit. And so in the midst of all that, there's also the element of the whole thing takes place in Oakland, which is where these guys are actually from. They're dealing with the city being gentrified mm-hmm. and dealing with the complexities of just the racial dynamic around the city, plus the fact that David is black, Raphael is white. That comes into play a bit as well. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, both of them feeling like they got to kind of put on a, a show at times or not put on a show. Like, it's just, there's mm-hmm. a lot of just racial conversation, you know, happening around that. And there's also a lot of, like, both of those guys in real life, they both rap. And their characters do a lot of rapping and freestyling. Like, it actually happens in the film a lot, where certain scenes, like, there are some of the scenes that they're just so wonderfully shot, these, like, one-take long scenes where, like, the guys are both, like, movers. And, like, one scene where they're, like, cleaning out a garage or something, and David is just, like, freestyling shit as they're going but like the shot just continues and it just it this they start turning into this like poetry you know between his words and the visions of of just them in the environment and just the way that his mind is interpreting all the stuff that's happening but coming out in freestyle form you know Mm. and and i mean really like obviously we know that they probably were you know the bars were written Right, but they're delivered on screen in a way that actually looks like the guys are freestyling it, like they're really coming off the top of their head with it. Yeah, and that adds to it because it doesn't play like a musical. It doesn't play like, oh, here's the part where we're spitting this verse. Right? It's just like it's like these two guys they they just rap when they you know when their their minds are going through shit, and they'll just be walking around and just start spitting rhymes and bouncing words back and forth off each other. And that actually also comes into play in the climax of the film. And I won't go too in deep into what happens there, but it's, it's all, it's all just, it's really interesting, Mm. you know? And like I said, the, the racial dynamics of it are very upfront, very in your face, kind of like how I was saying, I expected uh, Queen and Slim to have more of a pointed uh, narrative about, race or, yeah. or some kind of race racial dynamic mm-hmm. this has that there's a very specific conversation that's being told with this ah and yeah it's just it's one of those sleepers man like, i remember watching it in a theater when it came out last year and just really liking it really enjoying it and really being surprised and blown away at at these guys you know kind of putting it together because also david and Raphael wrote the movie oh sweet yeah so it's just from from that whole standpoint, mm. it was just it was really interesting, um, and so I, I highly recommend it. I happened to catch it on TV again a few nights ago, and I was like, I gotta bring this up as a sleeper because oh, I, nice. I forgot how much I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, I, I didn't even hear about it. Yeah, it was really under the radar. Wow, and it's it's really good. And they even um, they even released two EPs to go along with the film. Like for music wise, yeah. and like each character has his own EP. Oh, tight! So like David has one, Raphael has yeah. one, and they're both featured on most of the songs across them both. But there are definitely two different tones to the EPs. Like they kind of match the characters uh-huh. as, as as much as they do the, the the actors, and it's just yeah, it's 
It's dope. It's a it's a really good movie, and I highly cool, recommend cool, it. Yeah, cool. it's called Blind Spotting. Oh, gotta find somewhere to watch it. Yeah, what channel did I just see it on? Honestly, it might have been like HBO. You should look and see if it's on there. I will. Yeah. Yeah. I recommend it. Sweet. Blind cool, spotting. Cool. Very good. Nice, nice. And uh well shit. <laughs> that somehow brought us back to our normal <laughs> length episode. Like always. We are back. Although uh, it's so funny. Jonathan was hilarious after the last one. He was like, Man, I'm sorry. I you know, I, I wanted to be able to say like you can stop the episode if you want like he thought that we like aim for an hour and a half yeah so when that episode when the last one was getting upwards of two hours and it actually ended up being our longest episode yeah just over two and a half he like thought that was a bad thing and i was like no i don't give a shit like (laughs) an hour and a half is an accident we (laughs) we don't try to do that it just so happens that when we finish our topics it's around an hour and a half yeah Ever since we landed in this format, it's That's just kind of like it's just kind of yeah. where it lands, and it's not intentional at all. I'm never looking at the clock like, "Oh, we got to speed it up." Like that's not happening. It just so happens that we're always around an hour and a half. Yep, consistent. Yeah, but uh, shit. Yeah, we got we got to figure out what we're gonna talk about next week because ain't shit to watch. Oh, I can ask a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. another yeah. Henry question episode. Yes. Hey, yes. bring that back, Henry's questions. Although I do want to, I hope that it expands to more theaters soon. I've been hearing a lot of good things about this movie called Waves, and I really want to see it. But right now, as far as like our area goes, it's only playing in like Burbank. Oh, yeah. So I'm hoping it expands soon. But yeah, I heard, I've I heard, heard it too. Really yeah. good things about this movie. Yeah, my cousin had told me about it. I'm like, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I really want to see it. I've heard great things and. Uh, I think Sterling's in it, so you already know mm-hmm. that I'm sold. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've, like I said, I've heard great things, and I just needed to expand. I don't feel like driving to fucking Burbank. <laughs> nah. You know? Yeah. L.A. problems. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? The traffic problems. Who's going to Burbank? People that live there. Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of The Fourth Wall. <laughs> uh, I am Jeff Wood, your host, and I'm here as always with Henry Marquis. On Rye Markai. Hello. <laughs> and this has been episode what, 47. 47. Of the fourth wall. Three more. We hit that 50. Oh, shit. I am wrecked. About to buy me a brand new. What? Shiny red car. You gonna put it on Rye? Put it on Rye. <laughs> Morkai. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna get that. No. Anyway, <laughs> thank you all for listening. That's a wrap. We out. That's really your name. On Rye Mocha. No, it ain't. On Rye Mocha. Why is that not your name? Wait, how, how, wait, so then how you pronounce it? I pronounce it Henry. Not On Rye. What about the last name? Marquis. Mocha. Whatever, man. You American. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> cut. That's a cut. That was awesome. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.